Welcome to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. Here's your host, Stacy Jones. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. I'm Stacy Jones, and today I'm going to talk to you about creating your plan to work with influencers. And you need a plan. This is not a marketing practice that you want to just jump in and out of, or it will prove to be a giant waste of time. This is a two-part podcast with 11 actionable steps to take along the way. For brands that make influencer marketing work, they have comprehensive ongoing influencer programs that are worked on around the year, building upon each influencer partnership and post. And here's the thing. You gotta know this. Working with influencers is not easy. And that is the very first thing you need to prepare yourself for before starting a plan to incorporate social influencers into your marketing and advertising campaigns. It is not as simple as simply sending out product and sitting back and waiting for the sales to come roaring in. In fact, sales rarely happen at first, something most people don't expect. After all, having a social influencer show your product in their feed, calling it out to get the attention of their tens of thousands to millions of followers should mean instant sales, right? Dead wrong. You also need to understand that it takes a ridiculous amount of time to source the right influencers, engage with them, have them respond, negotiate pricing and deal point asks, create a contract, have it signed, send product, approve the copy, chase them down if it's slow going, share the post with some sort of smart comment on your brand's own social feeds, can't tell you how many people forget to share those posts, screen grab the original post for your file so that your marketing team and CMO see the successes of the partnership, create a recap report, coordinate and send payment, and actually find out their email address isn't the right one they want to use for PayPal. So then you have to send payment again and cancel the first payment. True story. It does happen. It can take hours and hours and hours to secure just one social influencer. And once that post is up, give it a few days and that campaign is done. Unless you've negotiated multiple posts and want an ongoing relationship with that same influencer, which is an excellent idea as you've done so much work to get them to understand your brand in the first place and their followers will benefit from seeing multiple posts from the same person versus a one and done. Another point your team needs to understand is that social influencers should be used initially for branding campaigns, not sales results. There is massive power and benefit to the content that they produce and that they then get organically in front of their own follower base with a warm introduction showcasing your brand along with theirs. And that has value, not only with the eyeballs that see the posts, but also the actual content that can be repurposed on your own social feeds and even website. Social influencer partnerships are like the new version of the archaic TV ad or print ad, but all wrapped up into one turnkey creation and marketing machine. Social influencers provide the creative direction, ad copy, set build, filming or photo shoot, editing and video or image photoshopping, wardrobe styling, they often serve as the model, and serve as the distribution outlet as well, bringing their media reach, also known as follower base, to you. And sometimes it takes only an hour or two for them to do this, realizing that makeup and prep time might not be part of that time frame, and other times it might take them days. And regardless of how long it takes them to actually create your content and post it, they're putting in dozens and dozens of hours responding to their fans, creating additional content that keeps people engaged, and working on growing their own reach to make their social platform feed even more valuable to brands. It takes them a lot of time and work to do this, and that's why they get paid. But there is a right way and a wrong way to approach influencer marketing. And the right way means you need to create a plan. So let's walk through what that plan looks like and the 11 steps I'm going to suggest to you today. The first step you're going to do is create an influencer marketing brand brief where you teach the influencer about your brand. That includes everything from your social platforms and what social platforms you want them to post on, the hashtags you use, 
who your brand is, and the relevant messaging that's important to be shared, your primary core demographic you're trying to reach, who your brand isn't, the don't do this or say that, any dates that are important that are also good to share from pre-launch timing, events you may be doing that are core to the campaign, or seasonality. You'll also include here or in your contract your brand's strict adherence to FTC guidelines. Hashtag ad is all the rage and the law if you don't want to be fined. So you have to do sponsored, you have to do hashtag ad, you have to let people know that you are actually paying or even giving product to an influencer. The second step of your plan is to create an overall budget for your campaign. Please don't be one of those brands who say they don't have a budget and they'll figure it out along the way. That's a disaster plan. Determine the budget. Let your team or agency know your budget. That's the only way for influencer marketing to be successful. It doesn't mean the entire budget needs to be spent on a single influencer, but it will allow you to plan and determine if fewer bigger influencers are more important versus more smaller influencers who will create more content. Influencers are typically priced using a cost per thousand metric, something I've talked a lot about before. This is called a CPM. So for every thousand followers an influencer has, there is a fee, whether that's $5, $15, $25, or 50, that's charged. This fee, the CPM, is also based on what the ask of the influencer is, such as how many posts, what type of posts, photos, or video. The more time involved for the influencer, the higher the fee. And know that fees add up quickly. An influencer with 10,000 followers might make $150 if their fee is a $15 CPM. An influencer with 100,000 followers might make $1,500 if their fee is a $15 CPM as well. So that follower base is really going to drive your actual fee of what you're paying those influencers. It's all driven by the fan base as well as the social platform. Instagram static images, which live longer, are going to likely be higher priced than Instagram stories. But stories typically have more direct lead into your website with their swipe options to lead the viewer directly there. And higher CPMs can be charged when there's a higher past proven engagement with likes and comments. Your budget is also going to let you know how much money is available for paid media. Yes, you heard me right. If you work with an influencer on Facebook, they're typically only showing 6% of their follower base the content they've produced for you. That's not up to the influencer. That's Facebook and their algorithms. You know this fact, and you will remember it when you are negotiating the pricing with influencer now. So whatever the platform, know you need to plan to boost that post to a bigger audience. Your third step is to determine how you are measuring the influencer partnerships. This is where KPIs come in. Is it that you want to increase brand awareness so likes and comments matter most? Or are you trying to drive the viewer to take action, to visit a location or website, to drive downloads, to sign up for something? If you keep it free, you're going to have more luck. Are you trying to build your social following on your own pages? And are you measuring where those bumps come from? Is the goal content? And are you looking for specific types or quantities of content? I know all of you are going to say sales is a KPI, but try to keep that to a back burner right now. It's really not how you should be measuring success with influencer marketing. Every brand goes in trying to measure using sales. It is not the metric you should be using. Your fourth step is to start doing research and finding influencers. You can do this in a few ways. Scour the internet and your chosen social platforms using relevant hashtags to find the individuals and then reach out through direct message. Or you can use a social influencer database to help directly link you to influencers who have opted in. I'm going to tell you, there is not a perfect influencer database out there and they are quite expensive. Plan on paying up to 16000 or more a year for one that provides you comprehensive data and analytics that you may be looking for. And the cheaper ones, they're like a dumping ground of a mishmash of influencers and influencer wannabes. The databases will not guarantee you results or success. You're still going to have to do quite a bit of work, but they do help lead you in the right direction. You might need to find influencers by specific city or by topic interest or by the type of content they actually produce. You might be looking for a young 
younger influencer or someone more seasoned that will impact your goal of attracting Gen X and baby boomers. Or you might look for influencers who are at the top of their game and have some sort of special element that make them of interest to you. That's what we've done with brands like Zero Hour Detox, who wants influencers who drink and don't want to hang over later on, and Pala Casino and Spa, who wanted influencers who will help them age down, which really means Gen X and baby boomers are their target. And for BlackBerry, who will look for influencers who are driven business-wise and at the top of their game in their chosen professions. And you also want to know who exactly is that demo following the influencer. Is it who you think it is? Or is it a hot girl who you think would be an awesome option for your new herbal diet supplement, only to find out it's guys in Russia and Europe that are following her? And what about competition? Have they posted about your competitors recently? Then that might not be of interest to you to jump on that bandwagon. Or maybe it is because you're a fashion brand and no influencer is going to be limited to post about one fashion line. The size of the influencer fan base is going to impact costs. So that is also important to determine what you really need. You might ideally want someone who is going to produce videos. So YouTube influencers are going to be of interest. And how many brand deals have they done in reality? There's this new trend where influencers hashtag ad on posts they were not paid for in order to look like they were paid by brands and are desired influencers. That's confusing, right? And how good is their content, right? Do they know how to work with a brand and show it in its best light? And how much do they honestly like your brand? That's going to impact the organic and authentic fit that all brand marketers are looking for. There's a lot to figure out. It's not just about their reach, as they can fake those numbers with bots and online tools that make it look like they have higher follower count and engagement than they really do. In a previous podcast, I spoke about how to spot fake Instagrammers. You should definitely check that out because it's going to give you lots of tips there too. And those are the first four of the 11 steps I'm going to discuss with you to work with influencers. Make sure you tune in to my next podcast where I will share the next seven steps of this 11-step process to make sure you are totally ready for your Influencer Partnership Program launch, where I will discuss what you must know about contracts and how to safeguard your brand from the FTC, the importance of packaging your product, working with influencer to tweak the content, content performance and measurement, sharing the content on your social pages, and capturing the content for reporting. All important things along the way. As I said at the beginning of this podcast, It takes a lot of work and a ton of time for that one single post to show up. That's why so many brands hire agencies to help them. And many brands don't recognize the amount of time it actually takes and question fees associated. It really is like herding cats. And yes, you can put a junior staffer on this or even an intern, but you probably are going to get quite the same results and have as many people working on your behalf who know how to avoid some potholes along the way. We have a few pieces of content that I think you will find really valuable that I suggest you download from our website. The first is a social influencer guide that walks you through the process I just spoke about and expands on how to create great partnerships. The second is our social influencer survey that we conducted with hundreds of influencers to find out how they would prefer to be worked with with brands, what their thoughts are on creating the best brand collaborations, and how they price themselves along with dozens of other topics. You can also visit our Influencer Marketing School at learn.hollywoodbranded.com where our classes provide you and your team actionable insight to help you create the best marketing partnerships for your brand and we offer a very comprehensive DIY influencer how-to program there that's quite affordable. And make sure you stop by hollywoodbranded.com for more tips. Check out our library, which has infographics, white papers, ebooks, and videos, or our blog, blog.hollywoodbranded.com, which has hundreds of helpful hints on how to make brands influencer and entertainment content partnerships a success from the get-go. That's it for this episode. I hope it was helpful, and please let me know if you have any feedback. I'll see you next week. And as always, if you need a little or a lot of help, my agency, Hollywood Branded, is here to lend a hand. If you would leave a review or any questions I can address in the future, I'd really appreciate it as your feedback helps me know my advice is valuable and interesting to you.